that was my part. And now we can talk or go to drink something or whatever. <laughs> Stop or kill other hosts. Do you have any questions? <laughs> or, I know it's hard to talk about a film when you just stopped watching it. Can you read this time or whatever? It's enough for you. Maybe we should take this time or Uh, and so on. 
so I'm wondering what kind of what kind of new social ties uh, uh, or new social construction or new social relations are actually you look uh, in, in in you find in uh, complicity. Uh, so I don't know maybe you can clarify uh, uh, a little a little bit uh, more. For instance, uh, there was a lot of discussion about social ties um, uh, and what kind of uh, uh, structure there is uh, among terrorists. Uh, what kind of, uh, mm, mainly when discussion was about uh, uh, leadership, hierarchy, and so on. Similar to Zapatistas also. So the, 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 the kind of construction in which the, the hierarchy or leadership is <coughs> transparent. But still, it's kind of militant. We are talking about kind of militant or military uh, organization or relation. So this. First, I answer to the first part. I mean, um, complicity is not new. I think it's absolutely not new. It's, a, it's, it's just for me to make something visible or describable. That is not a new tactic. I mean, you can, of course, um, try to describe um, art companies that we also did. And this is also one part of the project. Huh? And the rules are one part, and then there is this book and things like that. And you can describe, um, let's say, um, very clever. Um, ways of how groups produce their art like hacking or something like that. You know, we have this, or like your, I mean your project, the, the Janusianza project is also a project that you can of course discuss under the term of complicity, especially the one role that um, if you act against an enemy who doesn't know that he is an enemy. For example, you can transfer it to different kind of working together. But I think the complicity as a social structure, as a special form of um, social binding, which is interesting for me, is not new. It's, it's not um, new, it's old. But I think we use it, and we, we, we especially use it in, in these precarious working situations that we are in. That's what I want to say. And it's, it's, uh, it's, for me, it's just to make something visible or make some, as a theorist, make something describable, which is not there is no book about complicity or there is no focus on this um, initial also um, moment of a, when a group comes together. This is important for me, but it is probably very much connected to the first moments or weeks or days or whatever it is when we start together. Um, and the next one, I mean this, um, this um, question concerning the militant groups, like RAF, or you said, um, you mentioned other groups. Uh, we, we had a long talk with um, Daniel Josic also about it, and we also and we, then we decided not to make an interview with um, somebody from RAF, for example, because he said that for him, um, the, or the most thing, or the strongest thing that always happens is that um, there is a cut from what a group does to the reality. There is no connection between reality, very often, and the, um, the 
uh, energy in the group, or this militant, militant energy in the group, that it becomes in many ways a very isolated group that creates their own structure concerning hierarchies and other things, and that there is no connection to what um, effort it has to reality what they do, whatever it is, if it's militant or, or not. But I don't know if this is an answer to your question. I'm thinking also about another thing, which is uh, that when you mentioned this precarious dimension, which is becoming kind of a uh, dominant way of operating, let's say contemporary, also contemporary art performance and so on. So you have like temp you have a project which is kind of temporary situation mm -hmm. of collaboration and <coughs> social binding and so on. And I'm always thinking how ideal how ideologically is this placed within uh, the society in which uh, we live. And I I have a little bit of uh, suspicion against uh, 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 towards uh, complicity, if, if, which could be interpreted also in a kind of as a kind of consumption of social ties. Yeah. Yeah? So you construct yeah, temporary uh, social ties, uh, which uh, which brings you to a certain aim, let's say project, whatever, outdoor, uh, robbery, uh, and. Uh, and then this is gone. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And this, I know, uh, uh, I must say, I, I have uh, more and more difficulties myself mm -hmm. in doing this. Like they put me in the project, or I put myself in the project, and it's over. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there is kind of emotional uh, mm -hmm. a, a capital created, mm -hmm. which uh, afterwards doesn't have any, uh, any ground anymore. Yeah? And of course, uh, you're stupid and naive if you invest yourself yeah, yeah. too emotionally. Yeah, but nevertheless, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. And um, uh, you can uh, criticize that this is an economical concept. You said that before also. No, you didn't use the word, but you said it's aim-guided. Uh, it's, it's about efficiency. And when she asked this about this conflict, I, I said that there is not so much space for conflicts. Probably this person will go out of the group. But nevertheless, um, uh, it's, this is not a concept about um, <laughs> resisting, about uh, not doing anything, about... Um, you have many, many concepts in art, of course, from the 60s to today, of, of concepts of resisting. There are different ways of performing it. When you look at Akonshi, is climbing up the steps and going back and up and back and up and back, and it doesn't produce anything. It's his way of resisting the art market. I don't want to produce the hundredth concept of resisting. It is, in a way, um, it, is econ it, is, it is an economic uh, concept, but um, I think it's, um, if you want to do something, if you want to, whatever you do, um, you have to do something. And I think it depends very much on what the, the aim is that you create as a team. And this is why I choose um, Paula Gilani from Economy, of course, and not um, Josef Ackermann from Deutsche Bank. So it, the value of complicity, and that is what you wanted to say, is, not, is, is uh, very much 
depends very much on what the result is of this complicity. And I don't know, the question for me is, can you describe this concept away from a context, or is it, it, it is always in a context and it has an aim, and it does something, it has an effect. And for me the question is not so much the question about resisting economy, it's much more about what is the result of complicity. Is it Kulturhauptstadt Linz, and do I like it? Or don't, or, or is it, Max Havela and Fairtrade, do I like it? Is it the art piece and do I aesthetically like it or whatever? But I'm tired of this, or <laughs> I'm not tired, I mean, I know the whole uh, precarious um, working discussion. I know that and it's important to analyze it, that's absolutely clear and it's important to criticize it also, but I come much more from, from a tradition um, of uh, um, <laughs> doing or um, offering an alternative. Do you know what I mean? Within theory, I mean, I come as a theorist. I'm not an economist, I'm not an artist. I don't go on stage. I just describe something and um, uh, trying to redefine a concept. So that's, I'm not so much the analyst in this project, I'm really much the person who redefined concepts and say, couldn't we use this? Couldn't it be interesting for us to, to get aware of, of complicity and of, how, of, of moments where we don't want to be accomplice of somebody? Do you know what I mean? For me, it's very interesting. <coughs> I mean, <coughs> I, I can really find a lot of things I do. Uh, in relation to what you've been saying and, and, and uh, showing. Uh, and complicity is actually a very complex uh, situation because, as you said, somewhere it's a mixture of, you, you distinct it from friendship and many other things, but basically uh, it contains many dimensions of it. But of course, mostly, mostly friendship, of course. I think this is the most difficult <laughs> mixture. Yes. Yeah. At least what I experienced. Sorry. But maybe other people. <laughs> but I think even if you say that um, you don't want to put all your emotions in this project without, and then there's no ground, and you are totally tired, and <laughs> you didn't earn money, and you, huh? um, then I think it's <coughs> nevertheless if you describe it, um, then you can use it as getting aware of the situations and not doing it. I don't say that anybody has to do it, that anybody has to use it, absolutely not. I'm very, um, I know, for example, that at the moment of my life I don't look for accomplices because I have too much. <laughs> I'm in too many. No? But if you don't describe it and you don't have words to, to and it's probably also, also harder to resist. I don't know. It's not that I say that everybody always has to do it. Absolutely not. It's just one case. <laughs> I think it's what is interesting case. in the concept itself that it uh, appears in many different uh, areas and that it can have, let's say, like positive outcomes, mm -hmm. but yeah. also like negative. negative. Yes. And that's what uh, makes the concept yeah. so interesting. It's an ambivalent concept. 
absolutely. And the ambivalence is not so much in this film. The ambivalence is much more in now, in what I'm writing, for example. But it's to a total ambivalent concept. And that's what, why I like it, because it's not able to define it. And I like it at the end of the film when he says, I mean, he um, turns it upside down, the whole project, when he says a good criminal is always alone. And that's, I mean, what I can do. I can try to um, open the concept and not define it and say, that's, that is it, do it or use it or whatever. It's more for me to... And it's not true, of course, what he says, because criminal is, is, is never. <laughs> I don't believe that. But it's, in uh, fact, it is. That the, the successful criminals are alone. They have this very, <laughs> but of course, they have a surrounding. Yeah, I mean, gangster movies, but one of my favorite uh, uh, interpretation or definition of being a gangster is in the in movie The Heat, uh, where uh, Robert De Niro falls in love yeah. and tells to fiancé that uh, uh, you should never, uh, if you want to be a gangster, you should never connect to anything in your life which you cannot live in 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And then in the last scene of the movie, or one of the last uh, scene of the movies, uh, you have this countdown, yeah? Uh, uh, he's killing someone, yeah? and uh, uh, his fiance is waiting in the car, and in the 29th second of, uh, of uh, uh, his negotiating with himself, he decides not to uh, go with her yeah? mm -hmm. and to stay against her. So probably, uh, even the, uh, the, the, the this statement by Professor Josic has kind of ambivalence. Mm -hmm. uh, good criminal is always uh, alone, uh, but he uses people, of course, and creates temporary structure which uh, help him to to achieve mm -hmm. uh, the goal. It's yeah. a, a good example. Jaz bi se vsem zahvala, ker ste prišli na predavanje, mislim, da pač se lahko pretružite še na tako pravači, se lahko dogovorimo, pa gremo kam, ako je skupravno.
to where I started making theater. Um, I basically was, actually my, my very first uh, uh, jobs that I had after school was, was, was uh, working as a journalist. Um, and some of this remained in all the work. Later I started a bit of, studied a bit of visual arts and uh, I didn't, yeah, I left after some time and started a bit of, of applied theater sciences in a, in a university in Gießen. Um, were also left after some time. I never really finished any education properly. But um, what I really started to get interested in was using, in a way, the, the strategy of, of journalism to uh, tell stories of people, but by other means. When I had to write articles in the newspaper at the time, it always had to be finished the very next day. and. Yeah, the three hours that, I, that were given to me never really were enough to, to, to create a portrait of the people that I was writing about, I had the feeling. Um, so I will maybe start with the first, uh, in, after some time at the university I started to work with Edward Haug and Daniel Wetzel together in the label of reading protocol and one of the first projects that we did together um, Ah, no, I will, I will start with, with that guy speaking English that you heard constantly. I met him, that's not a theater uh, recording, but I, it sort of brings along a lot of what I'm interested in uh, to say about theater. But it comes from <coughs> a, a physicist, actually. I met him in CERN. CERN is, you probably know that particular accelerator next to Geneva, where a lot of freaks, or I felt like they're artists, are working. They call themselves scientists, and um, I met this guy who was an Austri Austrian physicist, and I asked him to show me his experiment, and then to explain to me what he thinks that he is uh, understanding uh, that art is. Let's see if now it works. So here you see the rest of the accelerator. Yeah. You see, this is the ring in which we are standing. Behind these concrete blocks, the beam is circulating, the anti-protons. Now we go to our neighbors, Asakusa. Go and 
just try to find out, and that's the beauty. And the theater piece for me, of course, is you create your little own universe and try to explain this to other people. That is a theater piece. Actually, what we do, since we try to understand the world, could also explain, could also see it as, as creating our view of the world, as creating our universe. And then, of course, we have to explain to other people. And it might seem to be a theater, because other people don't understand. They don't understand the background. But in reality, it is, um, we are presenting, we, we present the reality.